ABC, one, two, three. Most of the schools are getting out this week or next yes, week. So and I love that song. I like that song, <laughs> the Jackson Five, of course. Yeah. But it's time out for the ABCs and one, two, threes, right? That's the right. kids are ready for break. a vacation. I bet the teachers are ready for a vacation and from parents learning. From parents parents are ready for a vacation from hearing the alarm so early. I know yeah. I am. Everybody needs a little break. For Everybody sure. needs a little breather. But you know, one of the things that we don't need a big breather from is learning. That's exactly right. You know, you'll hear a lot of teachers talk about the summer slide and yeah. how we don't want our children to go backwards on their break. So I, on today's I issue, what am I, this is not a magazine. Issue, on no, today, no magazine. <laughs> on today's episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Neil, we're going to talk about ways to avoid that learning loss or that summer slide during summer vacation. And we brought in a friend to talk yes. to us about this issue. One of our favorites. One of our babes. Oh. We have Miss Peggy Jackson with us today. Hi, Peg. Hello. Peggy is uh, the director of the Family Resource Centers in Haywood County, and she also works for the University of Tennessee. She's a That's program right. assistant um, in Haywood County. And she knows a lot about learning. Yeah, you've been working in your position for how long? Uh, 24 years. 24 years, and she actually was there from the beginning of the Family Resource Centers. That's awesome. So that is awesome. And so she's seen a lot of children start out and grow up and go on their merry way. That's right. And we have uh, people returning now as parents that were once children in kindergarten oh, that's and preschool at Anderson. So it's really neat. Right. And she's raised two girls of her own, too. That's so true. she's she's done it professionally <laughs> and personally. So we're going to seek some of her advice talking about learning loss today and how to avoid that while school's out. I guess, yeah, let's just start there. So yeah. what do you feel like are some of the causes of learning loss when school does get out? Well, I think, like you just said, we are tired. We just want to put the ABCs and 123s away, which mm -hmm. is what we do not need to do. Um, especially young children learn by recognition and repetition. Mm -hmm. right. So like from recognizing shapes to and letters to the sounds they make to making the words that they form. Let's let's think about if you are learning to play the piano okay. and you go for a lesson this week, an hour lesson, and then you do not practice one time, you go back next week and your teacher's going to say, Okay, let's go over what you learned last week mm -hmm. if there's a good chance you won't remember very much <laughs> that's a great example it's yeah. the same with um reading and writing and that's, recognizing numbers and things that is right that's exactly how it is with young children um they have to practice they mm -hmm. have to repeat um, so if a child goes two months in the summer without reading a word list or without reading a book or practicing math they're going to forget naturally um, some of the skills they had learned. So it's important for us as parents to understand children have to continue reading and math during the summer. Well, now you said reading because we know that's the basis of most of the learning that we do, but a lot of kids just don't read when it's not required. Uh, I had one of those kids at my house <laughs> growing up, so I understand that thinking. How in the world do we encourage reading during the right. summertime? Because you don't want it to be a struggle. Or no, a no. That's right. And I actually, I had two girls, I have two girls, and one was a reader, one was not a big fan. So it did take more encouragement, but the best thing you can do is to make reading fun. Uh, we would sign up for the public library reading program every summer. Let your child pick books they like. Yeah, that's Every a good child point. is interested in something, whether it be sports, uh, maybe a favorite character, babysitter clubs. That was my oldest yeah, daughter's. Yeah, coming back around. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yes, <laughs> it is. That was one of my favorites. Yes. 
So um, another thing, check out a book of simple science experiments or simple recipes. Oh, that's fun. And mm-hmm. make those at home and, and have a family reading time. Um, that's especially crazy. with young children, mm-hmm. it's a way to calm them down after a busy day. And also, let me say this, children model what we do. So let mm. them see you read. Let them see us read. Let them see right. you read the newspaper or, or a magazine or even an article on your phone. And, you know, there's lots of free learning apps for all ages of children. So they, they can yeah. learn while having fun. There's a lot of avenues out there. It doesn't just have to be, here, I pick this book over you and read exactly. two chapters right. this morning. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. So we know reading is important and great. But it seems like there's a lot of focus now on reading comprehension, not just being able to say the words on the on the paper or in the book, whatever it is that you're reading. Is there something um, separate that we should practice over the summer to really, really focus on that component of the comprehension? That is taking it a step farther, and that's right. Um, it's really neat to read books with your child. Talk about the characters. Um, predict what they think will happen next. Um, Ask how an action in the book made that character feel. And that keeps them engaged in the story, right? Exactly. Instead of just reading the story, if we're discussing these characters kind of like they're real people, yeah. it makes it more important to the child. That's true. And, and they really become part of the story. It's not just trying to pr- pronounce the words correctly. Right. Um, another fun activity I would like to do with my girls, would um, we would read all but the last page of the storybook, and I would ask them to predict how they think it was going to end. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's fun. Then yeah. we would read how the author yeah. of the book re- ended the story, and we would decide which ending we like best. And sometimes, I love that. Sometimes we like the girls' ending better. I love that you're saying that. I was at a uh, 10 Ready, which is our state testing meeting mm-hmm. yesterday at my son's school. He's in fifth grade. And that's one of their test things. On the writing prompt, they're going to be given a prompt and then have to finish the story. So if we start this when they're young children, by the time they get to fourth, fifth grade, it's going to be so much easier for them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Every skill you begin early, that's the, that's the key right there. Okay. So reading, we know we push that. Mm-hmm. The schools push that. So let's transition a little bit into math for our younger students. You know, where can we put math skills to work during the summer? Um, we don't want to hand out worksheets every day and say, here, do right. these during That's the not, summer. Or like drill them, you got a minute. Let's yeah, no, flashcards, is that what we need yeah. to be doing right. all summer or no, what? No, no. Uh, look for shapes. If you have young children, right. toddler age even, um, look for shapes. They're everywhere. Um, have them set the table. Let them um, know how many forks, plates, Oh, you mean okay, Aunt Susie County. and Uncle Bob are coming tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have two more people. Okay, there's usually four, and now we have two more. How many How many plates do we need tonight now? Right. Well, they just added. So um, using everyday things you have around the house, counting fruit at the grocery, give me five apples. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then that keeps them busy at the grocery Keeps store. them busy at the grocery. <laughs> like I that's shop right. with little people I know. That's yeah. right. And promotes healthy choices. That's if you right. get them counting the apples, now don't say get five Snicker bars. That's no, not, no, not no, good health. No, okay. Not Snicker no. bars. <laughs> uh, also, measuring ingredients for recipes. Um, mm-hmm. Talk in terms of measurement. Don't just say, um, get the eggs out of the refrigerator. Get the dozen of eggs out of the refrigerator, please. Um, can you hand me the gallon of milk? 
Okay, I like that. So that they learn those units. Pound of cheese. Uh Yeah. They can start making that connection. Mm -hmm. That's right. And if your child's old enough to count money, have them pay the cashier. Or even if they're not old enough to count it, at least let them hand the cashier the money. Mm Mm-hmm. To understand the concept of you will get some change back, hopefully. Right. I love that. That's now nothing you're telling us is is going out and buying a book or no, going no. Have, simple signing things up for this you class, have. Just um, using what you've got. That's right. And and um, a, a neat idea too with if you have a child who is learning to count money, come in every day and have just a few pieces of change in your purse or your pocket. Mm-hmm. And if they can tell you, if they can count it exactly how much money you have. They get to keep it. They get to put it in a jar. That's fun. Can that work with husbands and wives? (laughs) So we're we're learning to save money. We're learning to save money. We're working on practicing our skills. And if you have, say, a kindergartner and they're just learning what the coins are. Right. If they can recognize the coins, they get to keep it. That's fun. So we've talked about math. Yeah. We've talked about reading. What about writing? Because, you know, writing is huge in schools now. It is. And one a fun thing to do is have your child make up a story. If they're too young to actually write it, you can write it and let them illustrate it. Let them draw the mm-hmm. pictures for you. Um, another thing, let's bring back the lost art of writing notes to parents, I mean to family and friends. Go to the post office, let your child see how you purchase a stamp. I mean, this is old school. <laughs> Nobody does it this is, anymore. But most kids don't even know no. that this used to happen. And That's my kids, right. if they get something in the mail, like they get so excited. That's right. So I was going to say, you might notify the family member that they're writing um, and ask them to write back to your child. That's so fun. And have a pen yeah. pal relationship over the summer with a relative. Maybe they live in another state. Or even with a classmate, yeah. maybe. Yeah, exactly. while school's out. Over the summer. That's yes. a great idea. That's right. And as you're writing, you can talk about, you know, if they're older, you can talk about uh, words that need to be capital. And mm-hmm. Do we need a comma there? I think we do. Yeah, that's good. But not in a fussy way. Sure. You know. No, conversational way. That's right. That's awesome. And then uh, some other ideas, I guess, for writing, you know, they could do like letters to the troops or letters to oh, uh, nursing home, you oh, know, patients yes. or things like that. Um, just anything, I guess, to keep them writing, right? Absolutely. That, those are all great ideas. Well, I know that some students struggle with certain skills. Is summer a good time for us to focus on those particular skills? Because, you know, during the school year, we're trying to learn everything mm-hmm. that the teacher's throwing out at us. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summer, we can be a little more focused. That's right. So do you think that's a good time for us to work on those skills that summer, need strengthening? Summer is the perfect time because, like you say, hopefully we slow down a little and um, a good thing to do is set goals for your child every day, small goals. For example, um, complete five math problems. Maybe they're having trouble with mm-hmm. subtraction. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't need to do 50, let them do five. Yeah. Um, and try to read 20 minutes every day with your child. Uh, let's, let's don't take a vacation from learning. In fact, let's look at each day as a day full of teachable moments. That's a great way to look at it. It really is. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about younger kids. And, you know, some of us have older kids. Mm -hmm. And, unfortunately, they fall into that trap, too, of learning loss uh, during the summer months. So, you know, older kids are all about the technology. So, how can we incorporate technology into, you know, learning some new skills or reviewing some of those skills that they already know? There, There are literally thousands of educational apps for learning. So, you know, encourage your child 
hey, we want you to, on the computer, we want you on your mm-hmm. cell phone doing these apps to play these educational games and challenge them to get a higher score on some of the games. Um, also, think of a subject you want them to research. Maybe you're wanting to take a trip to Memphis. Mm-hmm. What are some things we could do in Memphis that costs very little to do? Um, can you can you make us a plan? I, we're going to have a trip. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get on there and, and Google different right. spots in That's that area. Right. And, and certain what, days of the week, different events are free. So they're comparing and contrasting. And Absolutely. Um, also, toy robotics kits. That's a fun gift for ch- uh, children. I purchased some from Amazon for my nephews mm. for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Kids do love and they the have, STEM is so big now. And yeah. they have all all different ages. That's you know? fun. That really is. You know, one thing that I learned about are language apps. You know, a lot of the teenagers uh, are using these free apps that you can download and they can still have their earbuds in, still have the tablet in front of them, mm-hmm. and they're learning Spanish and French and all these things just by listening to these free apps. That's so neat. I need to do that. I, I, that, would, that is a good way to spend extra time, isn't it? It's yeah. really good. You know, and I will say here, this school system that my children attend, they have um, given the kids... Um, access to some online games through the schools and they will have that throughout the summer as well. Absolutely. So my son who's going to middle school has been on his tablet and stuff playing some math games. That's right. And, and yeah. you know, they're having fun. Yes. Anytime you can can learn by having fun, you will spend more time doing it, right? Right. Definitely. And I don't want us to run out of time. Right. We want to talk more about this age group. How do we promote reading with the older kids? Um, again, visit your library. Maybe have a book swap with your friends. Pick four or five chapter books in a series and, and have them read a chapter in the morning because their their mind is accustomed to learning in the morning. So okay. if you have them read that first chapter before they eat breakfast. Like do we have to get up at six o'clock? School's no, out. No, oh, okay. We don't have to get up at I'm six o'clock. I'm just checking. You can still sleep to nine, ten, whatever. Eat that bowl of cereal, but read that first chapter, read that chapter in the morning while your mind is still awake before it gets carried away with well, those things. Well, that's true because I do better in the morning. Yeah. Typically I, do. I definitely do too. Um, and it's, it's neat to read even with older children and again, let them predict what they think will happen in the story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of local um, communities have reading programs, even for teenagers. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Take the book to the park, outside to the front porch, you know, get out in the fresh air. That's true. Last summer we had my son, he read books and he had to um, complete a book report each week. Just a simple little summary of what what he read. That's right. Yeah, that's taking advantage of the pretty weather. Mm-hmm. Lastly, the social skills. They're very important for these teenagers especially because a lot of times they're home alone. They're locked in the bedroom. They got on earphones. They're, you know, they're on the computer. <laughs> this sounds like it's from experience, doesn't it? Um, they're just isolated. So how do we keep their social skills going during the summer? Well, that means as parents, we have to stay aware of their needs, um, and we have to make a way to have their friends together. Um, That means maybe having friends to your home, and that's a good place. That's what I always enjoyed when my girls were teenagers. We had food, the the pizza places, Jimmy by name, (laughs) I I would call. Um, But having young people to your home, it's a good way to be involved with your child's life and a good way to know your child's friends, which is very important, important, and their families. Um, Have them over to shoot basketball or get out in the yard. You know, teenagers, they need need physical activity too. Physical activity um, helps to peak 
mental activity. I have to share this. This happened a long time ago. Um, there was a lady and she, she was raising a teenage son and one of her neighbors said, I can't believe you're letting all those boys play in your grass. It's stopping your grass from growing evenly. And she said, I'm raising boys, not grass. That's there right. you go. And that's I just right. thought that was such an insightful statement. Yeah. And that's the truth. You know, we think about keeping our homes tidy and mm. keeping everything that's so right. clean and neat. But her focus was on her child's development and getting to know his friends and him being socialized, not the grass our, um, that was growing outside. Keep our perspective on the right thing. We that's do have right. to. We do that's have right. to. So I think it's very important uh, that volunteering is something that they sure. can do. Uh, because it's required, you know, for most graduations that they have to have a certain number of volunteer hours. That job. helps. Get a little job. Get a little job. Babysitting Make a little extra money. Delivering the paper or, you know, yeah. there's a lot mowing yards. You know, there's a lot of good first jobs out there. Whatever mm-hmm. keeps them engaged with other people. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you need to know how to communicate face to face. That's right. Um, one, one of my favorite quotes is, do one act of kindness each day of the year and you change 365 lives. So, yeah. have your young like person that. visit an elderly or disabled neighbor. Mm-hmm. Let them um, help out with yard work or sweep off the front porch, plant flowers. Yeah, all of those anything things. Just are great to ideas. just to show a good citizenship by picking up yes. litter as they're walking the streets. And that doing for others doing has for a others. lot of reward in itself. It does. So, it that's does. right. These are great tips, Miss Peggy. All the way from young children. To our older kids, just a lot of good ideas that we can do this summer. That's right. We want to keep everybody learning, retain what we've learned, and let's gain some new knowledge. So just and because, have fun. yes, have, have fun. fun. Just fun. because the final school bell has rung, that doesn't mean that we're going to stay stagnant and not learn anything That's else. Exactly we're going to keep right, right on learning. Peggy, That's thank correct. you so much for joining us. I enjoyed it very on much. This edition of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. And like Mr. Bob Marley would tell us to do, be sure to live the life you love. And love the life you live. Until next time, thank you.